The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Premier Kenny talking yesterday as he announced that the Alberta government uh, is spending more than $53 million to implement more online phone and in-person mental health and addiction recovery supports for Albertans to access service uh, from anywhere in Alberta during and after the COVID-19 pandemic. I think one of the um, figures that he had pulled out was that uh, in a recent poll that 75% of us had been feeling at some point overwhelmed, a little stressed over the past few weeks. So the move is getting a big thumbs up from many who work in uh, these areas, including our next guest. Crystal Smalden is the Executive Director of Canadian Addiction Counselors Certification Federation. She joins us this afternoon. Hi, Crystal. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, you have said that Alberta's response should be the example to every province going forward. What makes this response announced yesterday so good in your eyes? You know, this response that was announced yesterday is beyond anything we could have ever imagined, really. It's everything that we've been asking for in good times. Um, so to have it come to us in bad times, um, in times when people are struggling even more, is just really, truly a miracle for the people that are fighting so hard for recovery right now. So we're very, very excited to have uh, such, a, such a vast array of support available now. Uh, Crystal, what difference will it make? I mean, where does it fill the gaps that, uh, you know, that were lacking before or that were wide open, gaping gaps before? You know, a lot of it's about volume. So, you know, we've seen a significant increase in volume in Alberta. And, and what that means is this money going to help addiction recovery and support for the public, especially in our Indigenous, remote, rural communities, seniors, families. Everyone you know will be affected by this massive announcement. Um, so it's really going to make such a, a difference that we'll be able to support a higher volume of people. Those people who were previously falling through the cracks while they engage in their recovery process will no longer be fallen. They will be supported. They will have access to services. That's what was missing before. Uh, Crystal, I've had over the past few weeks some um, some folks text in on my text line at 780-496-0063, really concerned about those who are, are dealing with, living with addictions right now uh, during uh, what we're going through. And I'm wondering if we might be able to get into that just uh, a, a little bit. I know for, um, well, we're all being told the best place to be is to stay at home, um, but that can be hard from what I understand for for those who are in addiction recovery because sometimes you know staying home can can increase those those feelings of depression and anxiety is is that some of the things that would be true in cases like this a hundred percent it's true we've seen that you know we, we right now we're offering free addiction counseling on our telemedicine portal at caccf.ca we've had an 800 percent increase in people seeking help. 800%. And and that's not something you can quantify outside of anything other than the pandemic. When people are at home and people are unable to access outside supports, outside friends, um, their, their support networks that would normally take them away from those addictions, and often the stress alone can create addiction, um, it is 100% true that right now the problem is so amplified um, that the numbers are astronomical. 800%. That is... 800%. 
Well, what does that tell you? It tells us that we have a, a problem. We have a very big problem um, that... You know, secondary to the pandemic, we have a problem and already had an addiction problem, and now we have another pandemic. We have a mental health and addiction problem. And it's not even a problem anymore. It's literally a pandemic of its own proportional sizes. You can't equate to what's happening to these people to anything else that's ever happened in the history of what we know as our world. And we are now seeing people who never before said, I need help, say, I need help, please help me. And it's because they've realized that they're home. They're doing what they're supposed to do they're staying home they're flattening the curve but they are suffering from this and they needed this announcement they need this money they need these services Crystal, when, when we talk about addiction, I think uh, immediately a lot of people will go to, um, you know, a picture in their mind of maybe someone that they've seen on the streets, you know, living rough in in a in a major city somewhere. But when it when it truly comes to addiction and and the and the people and the level of it, it crosses all age groups, all um, financial realms, it's, it's no one's immune from this, are they? There's absolutely no one who is immune, and I say this to politicians when I talk to them, 100% of the people that you represent are in some way, shape, or form affected by the epidemical problem of addiction. And so there's no one who's exempt. You may not realize it, but we're talking about everyone from, you know, what you're saying. There might be someone on the street with an addiction, but it's also your doctor. It's your lawyer. It's your neighbor. It's your sister. It's your brother. It's the person who just dropped your, you just left your child with. You have no idea. It's everybody. Somebody's affected by something somewhere when it comes to addiction. And, And we can't continue to pretend like it doesn't exist. It exists everywhere. But money like this that was invested yesterday, it's going to go a long way way to start to be able to help those people. Well, let's hope so, Crystal. Let's hope so. Um, I, I think, um, you know, for, well, I, I see a lot of jokes really right now on social media about, you know, either going to come out, you know, with the, the an, you know, 15 pounds heavier or uh, an alcoholic. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that one would ever want to joke about um, being an alcoholic, but we do see, and it seems to be that people are using alcohol um, uh, more to to get through this. Are you hearing that? A hundred percent. We're hearing that every single day. And, you know, one of the, you know, highest reasons people call us uh, for help or look for help through our organization is because they normally could go to the store, grab a bottle of wine, go home, have a couple drinks that night. And now they're going to the store and they're buying six or eight bottles of wine. And before they realize it, it's 24 hours later and those bottles are gone. Yeah. Yeah, So we're really looking at a very different sort of public health emergency at this point um, that will start to show incredibly difficult avenues of repercussion as we continue to move forward in the pandemic. I was going to say, what do you think that this looks like uh, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now? This looks like something we can't even imagine. This is a secondary public health emergency that's going to require an absolute focus on it. There's no way to defend that. There's no way to not invest in it. This is affecting 100% of the people in Alberta right now in some way, shape, or form, and they're going to really require everyone to pitch in and help. 
Crystal, I know um, uh, one of my listeners had texted in a couple of days ago and was quite uh, worried because uh, he was going to his AA meetings, but they've they've moved from kind of the face-to-face meetings more into online, and, and he was worried about the change and the feel of that and was also worried about people who may have just been thinking about starting to go or ask for help or maybe who's someone who has just started on their, their recovery journey. Um, what do you tell those people? Yeah, so that's one of the things that is so difficult because once you've gotten that face-to-face connection with people as you're working through your journey to recovery, it is so difficult to break that bond and break that that relationship, and it is so hard. And we hear people, we understand what they're saying. You know, there's no replacing that face-to-face, but there are people here to help you. There are people all across this entire province of Alberta that are here to help. And, you know, one of the things that we've done is we've put in the service where you can access a counselor for free. You can access support workers for free um, to be to be able to at least go on video, at least see them face to face at any time at absolutely no cost. So just like those services work, there's no cost to get help right now. And please, if you're feeling stressed, please reach out. We're happy to help. Uh, Krista Smaldon is the executive director with the Canadian Addiction Counselor Certification Federation and that is the website uh, where you can find this link to free service as as well. Um, Crystal, I get a lot of questions um, over the past few weeks about why liquor stores are considered um, essential. Mm-hmm. I've explained it through text messages, um, but a, a number of people, it seems, don't understand or, or can't wrap their head around it. Can you do the job of explaining why that is and what would happen if they were shut down? Absolutely. This is this is a question that I've answered hundreds of times um, since that started. And, you know, really, how is it essential is, is important. See, if you shut down access to alcohol, you'll actually cause a secondary health crisis. And that crisis would be completely unmanageable in our current healthcare system. Detoxing from alcohol and drugs can take place safely medically in a hospital only. So any withdrawal can actually cause death. Um, if you abruptly stop the access to alcohol, people will actually start to jam the ERs with alcohol withdrawal, which is you know, incredibly serious and life-threatening. It includes things like seizures, um, you know, things that are really, really dangerous. And in order to not drown the healthcare system with alcohol-related deaths, we have to keep access to alcohol open. It's literally essential to life right now. And, and there's no other way around that. You would create... Uh, there would be more people in Alberta's hospitals if you shut down access to alcohol than there are related to COVID. Many, many yeah, more. That, yeah, and, and that's what I've tried to explain to, to some mm-hmm. people. Um, are there things that, um, you know, and I'll, I'll go through all of the, um, the the points of the announcement yesterday because there, there, there was a lot announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is there more that still needs to be done? Is there something there that you see still as, okay, you know what, all of this, you know, thank you, uh, Jason Kenney, thank you, Premier Kenney and the UCP government, but we need to also look at this. What would that be? 
be? You know, at this point, everything's evolving and growing. And because Alberta has done so much, at least twice more than any other province has done, I really think that at this point, we have to see how the effects of this next investment take effect before I could say something's missing. We okay. were hopeful to hear this. We were hopeful to hear about this funding. We were hopeful to hear about what would be done with it. It meets everything we were hoping for. Um, if there are new gaps that show, we will certainly speak to the government about that but this is exactly what we needed to see right now so crystal again if someone needs help right now needs to talk to someone face to face or through a computer let's put it that way Mm -hmm. um, where do they go where where do they do that yep computer phone video chat anything you want caccf.ca click book a counselor and we will help you within five minutes or less we're there for you all the time no uh, Chris, Crystal, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care now. Crystal Smalden joining me this afternoon. So interesting that there has been, uh, I was reading about this, um, there has been very little data on the effects of uh pandemic on substance abuse um, for, you know, some somewhat obvious reasons, given the fact that, you know, how often do they happen? Um, But there have been some studies on the effect of significant disasters on substance abuse.